Welcome to the Wildlife Herd Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dallas Ingram. And I am the other, Jess McGuire. Uh, today we're going to be talking a little bit about a topic that is kind of near and dear to us, and that's uh, getting kids out into the field, getting them involved in hunting and outdoor sports. Basically, whether you're hiking, biking, hunting, bird watching, whatever it is, um, it's really important to get kids outdoors. Oh yeah, and from a young age. Exactly. There's lots of studies that we've seen that show the importance of getting kids outside, not just your vitamin D, but um, mental and motor development, uh, reduced obesity rates, even helps their vision instead of sitting on the phone all day staring at little screens or video games. Yep, long-range vision. And what's interesting about the brain and, you know, my background, I have a little bit in biopsychology and your synapses are literally forming the most at that young age. And studies show that exposure to the kids outside helps them with their sensory enrichment. And the first one or three years is critical. And we don't, I think sometimes we're like, oh, they're not ready to go outside, but um, it's crucial to just take them with us. And critical time for motor skills is five years and under. Right. So getting them going as soon as you can is really important. Yeah, but then as they get older, Hopefully they'll have those habits, but you can still get those kids involved. It's great to get teenagers out in the field because we know (laughs) stress reduction. Exactly. (laughs) Big stressor getting outside in in front of nature for adults and kids both is a big stress reducer. Um, Mood booster. Mood booster. Great one. So it's important for everyone and great spending time with the kids. What's the bumper stickers? You know, teach a kid to hunt so you don't have to hunt for your kid. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, whether it's hunting or anything else, but we'll focus a little bit on um, hunting. At the end of this, our plan is to have kind of an interview with our kids. Um, They're at different stages of being exposed to hunting and uh, get the viewpoint from them. My daughter's been hunting for a few years. She's a teenager, and then Jess's boys are kind of getting into it. Yep, six and eight. The older one just got his first deer this year, so he's super excited about that. And the little one is very excited, too. Yeah, but uh, hasn't quite gotten there yet. So stay with us to the end and, and listen to uh, the viewpoints from the kids. That'll probably be the best part. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> A lot more entertaining than we are. <laughs> yep. When we're talking about this, um, we started looking at some different studies. So it wasn't just us and our opinions. You know, we'll give some more of the professional opinions out there. And Sanford Health had pointed out, you know, all the exercise, vitamin D things we'd already said cognitive development all that kind of stuff but also children with ADHD they say who spend a lot of amount of time a significant amount of time whatever that is um, outdoors exhibit fewer symptoms oh so, yeah a hundred percent I see it with my kids yeah. and me yeah exactly. <laughs> I think it's you know it gives them an opportunity to, to release some of that energy mm-hmm. and as we said you know a stress reducer yeah learn to focus yep yeah, it, it blew my mind when we were starting to dig into some of this and looking at the studies, just how much screen time kids are averaging these days. And, you know, we're, I'm guilty of it. We're all guilty of it, it being the easy fix instead of I've gotten to the point where I'm sending my kids outside and run a couple laps around the house, right. you know, but it's so hard to do it oh. sometimes. But, yeah, one of the one of the things I had read was 1,200 hours a year wow. small kids are getting for screen time. Yep. That's amazing. And what we notice with ours is, you know, the more time they spend on the screen, the worse their attitude, their oh, grumpiness. Yep. I mean, it's totally different, but you take the phone away, get everybody outside and doing something different. And attitudes improve dramatically. 
Well, and that's where we hear about what's going on in their lives too. Right. And I think we forget that it's that one-on-one time right. that kids are actually relaxed enough to open up. Right. They start communicating and getting that focus. Phones have gotten us to a point where we're wanting that instant gratification. You know, you can't uh, entertain ourselves because the phone's always there providing some sort of entertainment for you. Yep. So getting them outside. Yep. One of my best that. friends just took their kid hunting, and he's, you know, been struggling in school. He's gotten kicked out of one, and they haven't been able to figure it out. Took the, him away for, you know, a few days hunting, and he just let it all out. And they feel like they have good forward movement now. Good. You know, just taking them out. And, uh, yep. It's very important, and I think we need to do more of it, whether, you know, no matter fishing, hiking, whatever it is. Immunity increases, you know, exposing kids to dirt. We've gotten a little too sterile in some situations, so kids' immunity is not what it needs to be. Getting them out there, they show that impre- improves immunity for kids. Mud um, pies. That's right. <laughs> Good mud pies, lots of bugs, all those sort of things. But also, in the, the age we're at now, especially for with our backgrounds, people who are more interested and concerned with nature and preserving nature, they show that children who identify with nature early on are more likely to be adults who appreciate nature. So you protect what you love. Exactly. This is the Baba Dam. I love that uh, quote is that, you know, you protect what you love. You love what you've taught, you know, mm-hmm. or what you're taught. So that's always kind of been kind of our guiding thought process for, for getting Addison out and doing things. So. But a lot of people are not really sure how to get their kids out and at what age so there's some other things we looked at different experts to kind of get an opinion. I know everybody has a little bit of different opinion, and it's going to vary depending on you know the child, what stage they're at. Um, and some states have age limits for carrying right. guns, so be sure that you're aware of those. Um, shouldn't wear around 10 to 16 years, depending on what state you're in, and most are going to require a hunter safety class. At some point uh, here in Georgia, they have to have that hunter safety class uh, by the time they're 16. But there are some options for kids who are younger as well. So get that out there. It's very important to for them to be able to understand safety. And, yeah. uh, and that you don't you know, have to be hunting, carrying a gun in order to, to be That's out. right. There's a lot of activities that, you know, when they're younger, you can do and just get that appreciation. Or if they're, you know, some kids just aren't interested in guns, don't want to do it, that's fine. Right. Take them shed hunting. You know, that's a lot of fun or, you know, uh, put some trail cameras out there and see what's out there and check the pictures and stuff like that. Yes. And maybe, maybe they'll create that and start getting interested in hunting with you. I mean, I think you experienced the slow interest yes. with yours. Yes. She was always out with us a lot. When she, when she was little, we would sit out in, in my dad's tractor because it was enclosed and she could make all the noise she wanted when we were deer hunting. But most of the mm-hmm. time we were just watching deer. And even with quail hunting, all she cared about was walking around with dogs and watching them work. So it's only been the last few years that she's really got interested in, in shooting herself, which is fine. But she was always that out there deer, engaged. Deer jerky. Yep. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> she's all about her deer salami, so now she has to go shoot a deer for deer salami and has got all the kids at school uh, eating deer salami. So there are a lot of different ways to get them involved. The deer trail cameras things, that's, that's great because then you're just seeing all wildlife that's out there and getting them interested in in feeding and doing all that kind of stuff great ways to do it Um, and you know getting them out you know on different management activities like you said your tractor time Uh, my boys love their tractor time and burning they're like disking and all all that stuff going out with us and when they start seeing the deer 
using what they've created or turkey you know we start hearing the turkey more right it's, it's a lot of fun for them and they, i think it makes it something that's more realistic for them or achievable like oh i can do this yep. you know it's not as complicated as it seems on some of these shows we might be sitting watching you no know, or it doesn't have to be that complicated no it's not they just getting them involved um buy-in with any activity i think is really important to get kids interested or, or even some adults interested keep that door open even if, if they're not interested right away on shooting if, they, if you're trying to get them to hunt um, yeah. or fishing they'll know when they're ready that's right and you know one of the things i do with calvin just to see if he's ready how he's going to react is i asked if i could come to a deer check station and we went and we interacted with the biologists they saw the hunters come in with their deer and he saw you know field dressing and stuff like that and because it's kind of could be a shock to kids at first and you don't want right. it to be a bad experience so it was fun time you know they got the grill going and yep. that was a great way to introduce yes. him to some things that might be a little scary for him right because that's a lot of thing you know you can sit and watch hunting shows but a lot of times they don't show the field dressing side of it and field dressing right. on tv's a little bit different than in person we always involved addison early on whether it was cleaning birds or cleaning deer and you know we would talk about what the different muscles and organs and things like that were so she was very interested in all that at a, at a younger age now she's got a little bit older so that's kind of gross but she you know <laughs> we're in that state well, you know even at our learn to hunt set you know we work on together people are always wondering why are you showing us ticks or kids or things like that and it's because if you notice once we start talking about those little things and pointing things out or talking about the anatomy you see people on the periphery who are thinking it's gross or don't want to quite engage they start inching forward because they're like oh that's kind of interesting yeah so you just got to find what will open that door for right. people to be more comfortable right. with what's happening right but i also think that you know because for some people it's gross um i don't push them into it right i give them the opportunity but i'm not going to force someone to be in and the same needs to be done with the kids you don't want to turn them off from any of it just because of you know the processing side of it but it is a part of it and mm -hmm. i think they need to be exposed to it at some point yeah another thing that we did with, with addison and of course drove me absolutely insane was you know we would give them game calls duck oh, calls turkey calls deer bleats oh my gosh elk calls and just she was doing it the other day and they're with the deer bleak trying to get it to sound like an elk you know mm -hmm. it's just but it's it's fun for them and you know gets them engaged and you can sit out and call crows or you know whatever you want to do and that gets the kids involved as much too yep and as when she was tiny i've got pictures of us sitting up in her little swing set fort playing deer hunting <laughs> so you know you, yeah. a lot of kids go through that where they want to play with the hunt and that's that's a great way to kind of get them engaged and and mm -hmm. used to you know we pretend the deer were walking across the wood yeah and well you know i got the boys those over under nerf guns yep because <laughs> you know they're not ready to shoot uh our guns at home yet but man they love that and they think they've been quail hunting that's know? right so they they come out yep so. <laughs> well started with bb guns and you know yeah, as air. kids mm -hmm. bows and arrows all that you know running around so what would you say for someone though that you know we were fortunate to have that interest for our kids but what about the parents that have never learned but their kids now have an interest in hunting right where do we go with them and those who don't have access to a few acres right like a lot of us do so there's a lot of state lands you can get out and again you can start with things as simple as hiking and, and bird watching but there are a lot of resources through 
different agencies, organizations that provide training. So there are learn to hunt opportunities um, for all different ages, adults included. Those are great ways. Usually, you know, a couple of days they'll get out and they'll do safety, getting people to become a little more comfortable with firearms, knowing how to scout for deer or you know, turkey or whatever the, you know, the species is, um, what weapons you should be using, because it's a little bit different for those who don't know, may not know, is, you know, you use different things you use put different species when you're hunting. Lots of resources out there. And find those, you know, get on forums. Everybody's on some sort of forum and media right now. Uh, I see a lot of people who are just getting into it who uh, ask other folks to help. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's the big thing is don't be afraid to ask. And right. a lot of states have fantastic learn to hunt programs or hunter right. education. And, you know, I didn't I didn't come from a hunting right. background, but I had a professor say, hey, just go get your hunting license and, you know, go to the classes. And right. that's what yeah. taught me. And I found mentors there in a state agency right. who eventually took me out turkey hunting, right. which I loved. And from that day forward... I mean, that was my interest in wildlife management and everything. Yep. You know, I really credit that class with yep. my trajectory. So I know it's a good spot to go. And never mind all the opportunities with, you know, our nonprofits. Yep. NWTF, Quill Forever, all of these different organizations yep. provide some sort of learn to hunt opportunity and or youth hunts, uh, specific youth hunts are out there. And, or we'll provide you a mentor That's right. to help take you out. Yeah, and you don't need to be the expert on the youth hunt. The whole point is That's right. going, and there are people there to help you. They'll teach you and your right. child to learn. You might not get to shoot that day, but, That's right. you know, it's... It, oh, those are some of the, our, our favorite experiences is taking kids out on youth hunts. And, you know, we do them for, with different groups, and deer and quail mainly is what we deal with. But the fun the kids have, you know, and it's just great watching those kids and getting them exposed and... But there's, you know, simpler things. I usually start simpler uh, with kids. Something like small game hunting is usually an easier one uh, because you're moving around, whereas deer hunting, you're sitting still. So sometimes that's harder oh, yeah, for kids. Yeah, So dove hunting, there's a lot of activities, squirrels, <laughs> rabbits, quail, any of those sort of things um, are great for getting kids engaged. And especially if it's a, a hunt that involves dogs because yeah. then you at least have the, the entertainment of watching the dogs work and the kids can connect with the dogs. That's always a lot of fun. But, yeah, and in the event that they don't like what they're experiencing, that I've I've seen that dog play a critical role in like making it all yep. come together. Right. Deer hunting opportunities are sometimes easier to find, but again, like you're going to be sitting still, and sometimes it's like watching paint if a lot of critters aren't moving that day. But you know, while you're sitting there, you can point out all the little birds and things that are going on. And there's been times when Addison was younger, just they could sit there on the phone. Well, nothing's going on and entertain themselves, but I try to yep. reduce that. Well, I have to do we'll that take all our husband, snacks. So. <laughs> we oh, all wind snacks. up on our phones at some point. Yeah. Snacks, and that's the thing. <laughs> Keep the crinkly bags at home. Plan your snacks into, uh, you know, noiseless or that's right. the least noise container. That's right. <laughs> Put it Don't in a the chips. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the fruit snacks and... Oh, the other stuff. Oh, my gosh. I don't know how many different types of food we have to take on all the different hunts. But Addison can't sit and not eat. Last time I got into our little deer blind, this is going to squirrel a little bit. I walked into it, you know, to hunt myself, and it was just snacks everywhere. <laughs> Soda cans. And I'm like, what do these two do out here? I love it. You know, it's like a little party time, which is fine. It's oh, great. Yeah. No, it's time with dad. I'm That's not right. Gonna, I'll clean it up. It's fine. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, and for, you know, and for the parents... <laughs> 
it's not so much the honey and it's the spending the time with mm. the kids or you know that's we'll put right. up with the crinkly snacks if that's the way it, if that's what it takes to get them out and see things it, whenever they're ready as your kids get older you know taking them to a shooting range getting them exposed to different weapons is a good way to mm-hmm. um, safety we always emphasize safety that's important mm-hmm. no matter whether you're archery hunting or hunting with firearm doesn't matter oh, we start it with our nerf guns it's right. like it's got to start anything that shoots a projectile that's right. You start that training with your kids with, even if you're not, you know, right. behind. Right. Always, you know, that respect and of that weapon is, is important. And, um, I don't want them to be afraid of it, but I want them to respect it. That's right. Excuse me, that's another reason that um, hunter safety classes are really useful is, you know, you usually have a professional coming in there and teaching all right. different types of safety with whatever weapon that they have. Yeah. And sometimes it's better coming from someone else. It's exactly. not about, mom stop right you know it's helpful to have someone else teach them too so we're not the only ones and there's great opportunities now with within the schools oh yeah 4-h a lot of schools have different shooting sports programs you know addison's really involved with archery they have shotgun teams 4-h will have bb teams and stuff and archery teams all within there so that's really growing i'm excited to see that great opportunities for those kids so that's a good way to get them involved in the outdoors and, and shooting sports yeah and other wildlife activities so it doesn't have to be hunting um, there's fishing teams mm-hmm. i'm amazed at all the schools that had fishing teams that would have been great when we were coming up and then through 4-h we have wildlife teams you know where we're learning about wildlife management and identifying wildlife so yeah it's exciting to see the expansion of 4-h and some of the things that they're doing yeah it's great um to see kids getting out, we kind of take for granted that kids who are in rural communities are exposed to this. Mm-hmm. And as I've worked with some of these kids, I realized that a lot of them never even been fishing. And yep, sure. you know, how do you live in South Georgia and have never been fishing? But there are a lot of kids out there who have who have never been out. And so mm-hmm. there well, are fishing events. Yep, fishing events are good. Good way to get kids started in outdoors is is, is fishing. That's an easy one. That. There's usually some sort of opportunity for anyone anywhere and fairly fairly, um, inexpensive, too. One other thing about getting kids involved in the outdoors is we kind of started touching on was teaching them conservation Mm -hmm. and respect for for nature and the outdoors. So that's a big, important thing, and that's where a lot of these other programs will come into is the teaching them conservation skills. Mm -hmm. The one thing we have seen um, when you are getting kids exposed to hunting and fishing is watch your expectations. If it's someone who, you know, if you're a person who has been hunting in the past, your expectations may be a lot higher than what the kids' expectations may be. So make sure you lower your expectations for what the hunt will be when you're taking kids out for the first time. Because your idea of a successful hunt and theirs is going to be completely different. That is a great point, yeah. I've always told people that, you know, what's a trophy buck to you is Mm -hmm. going to be completely different for someone else. And, you know, a kid's first deer as a doe, can be a trophy for them for sure a little spike may be a trophy for them and you know mm-hmm. and it changes as you get older and um, as you've had more experience so keep that in mind and that we talked about with the yeah. snacks if you're sitting in the stand oh. <laughs> and you know all no deer show up that may still be a successful hunt because you've got the kid out there mm-hmm. well i know it took a long time for calvin to pull the trigger because like his mama he just likes to sit and watch yep. and we kind of get distracted <laughs> watching uh watching the birds and the deer and you forget sometimes, oh, wait, I need yep. something in the freezer. You just got to be careful of that frustration because 
if they don't want to shoot, don't make them shoot. Yep. You know, they might never ever shoot, right. but you know, I appreciate that during that time. And if I shoot, you know, they don't they don't care. But it's still exciting for them. Oh yeah, I think it's important if they're sitting with you and you're shooting, or if this is their first time shooting, make sure you're there to answer all the questions. Mm -hmm. And then once you have harvested something, showing that respect. Yes, hundred percent. Yep. We don't, we don't celebrate, you know, that's one of my, we, we've talked about this when we're watching these hunting shows and I don't let my boys watch hardly any of them because the celebration I don't think is <laughs> very successful. And when you're dealing with non-hunters and those kids are telling their stories when they go back to school, you want to make sure that they're teaching it or t retelling the story in a way that's respectful of the animal. And hopefully we've brainwashed them enough that there's some conservation message Right. There too, as to why we're doing it, and you know, it's for the freezer and whatnot. And uh, I think that's really important. I mean, that's my bias. Right. You know, y'all can come at me later for that. But I think you know, we're in a world of hunters are getting fewer and fewer and fewer, and we're, we're going to have to be careful with our messaging. And that's yeah. teaching that to our kids too right. to be respectful for what that life has provided us, right? And uh, making sure we use as much of it as possible too and teaching them that and the boys one thing that they were fascinated by they saw me pulling hair and all sorts of stuff for it and they're like why are you keeping that i said well my friend ties flies and we send them as much stuff as we can and that connection to other things and fishing like you mentioned right. they are just fascinated with this whole thing now yeah I'm not going to start tying flies, though. I don't have the patience for that. But We didn't get our crew. We, yeah. we kept some feathers from a pheasant to, to do some fly tying with. Yeah. Some things that's fun. But we do some celebration, but as a celebration of a successful hunt, that's yeah. we don't celebrate this as a trophy mm -hmm. so much because that's never our goal. I mean, if she went out and got a huge buck, because that's you know, the thing now is she wants a bigger buck, um, mm -hmm. and that's fine. Yeah be proud for her, but you know anything mm -hmm. that we do we but we then are appreciative of the harvest that we have and That's we right, make sure yeah. that we utilize um i hate that nothing makes me matter than to see somebody waste something come out just take Cut the back the straps out yep. or the yep. head off and go mm -hmm. that that infuriates me well that's the other thing a lot of states have programs so i encounter some people that are like a deer is way too much for just our family we will never eat that much but, you know, a lot of states have programs right. that you can, Hunters for the Hungry, there's a lot of good programs out there that if you can't handle all that meat, and even some processors will right. say, how much do you want back? And they have, they will donate it to things and they have programs. You just got to ask, like, don't be afraid because you can't, you don't think your family will right. eat all that. And you might have some friends that will. Oh, yeah. You know, we share with stuff. Me. Friends, are, that's right. We'll take a little more. My <laughs> freezer's always empty. Uh -huh. We go through a lot. And that's our main thing, you know, and, and you'll see groups that have really pushed the field to fork. So mm -hmm. we're seeing yeah. a lot more people that are out harvesting because of that. So it's good to, for health-wise if you're eating, you know, harvested meat and mm -hmm. connecting your kids to that. But the main thing when you're trying to get kids interested and get them involved in the outdoors is have fun. Yes, 100%. That's the whole goal of it. It's not the harvest. It's, you know, it's having fun with them and, and enjoy that time with the kids because they're going to get to a point where they don't want to spend any time with you. So. <laughs> you know, well, you know, they get competitive too. I see all their friends and, you know, I'd be swiping oh, yeah. through Facebook, talking about screen time, but I'm swiping through Facebook, Calvin will be like, who's that? Who got a deer? You know, yep. and that kind of, it also motivated him to be like, oh, 
now I, I have to get one because <laughs> they were all you know vying for their first right and you know who had more points and, oh, all. Yeah. and you know there's going to be some pe- competitiveness oh yeah i think it's fun oh, yeah. you know but that's fun and i you know if that gets them excited about it that's fun too. i don't have any problem with it but just as long as they understand where it came from and what it took and that's why i like the buy-in and getting kids involved in the preparation of food plots or feeding them or setting up trail cameras scouting for your hunting spot putting up deer stands and there's so many different things that you can do and so many different species you know that, that are involved that you can get kids involved in, in the outdoors but there's always discuss kids feelings um so when they do harvest there may be some emotions involved adults do oh, yeah. <laughs> For, you know, we saw that with a lot oh, of our yeah. ladies we did and we'll do something i guess in the future with some of you know our adults and our ladies but there's a lot of emotions on that first harvest a lot of times so don't be afraid to discuss those feelings. Don't shame them over any of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And have them understand, you know, it's, it's part of a natural process. That's why I'm really sold on utilizing all of it because, you know, then that's feeding the family. Mm-hmm. And I think kids take pride in the fact that, okay, well, I'm feeding the family off of what I've harvested a lot of times. Oh, every time we put deer meat on the table now, Calvin's like, was this my deer? You know, <laughs> he wants to know that it was his deer that he provided for the family. That's you know, great. He's, he's very proud of it. I love it. And the chili always tastes better when it's his deer. <laughs> right. So I guess kind of to wrap up, because we didn't want to keep this part of it too long, because we want to the part in with the, the kids, part, yeah. the fun part. But, you know, <laughs> if you haven't hunted or if you have either one, getting kids out there in the field, there's lots of opportunities, whether it's public or private lands. There's quota hunts and things, learn, learn to hunt events that you can get involved in. Talk about it. Go exploring share your passion and excitement for the outdoors or hunting or whatever it is even if you're just not getting involved get excited with the kids explain to them why we hunt yep. what to expect from the hunting you know if you're sitting at a deer stand we need to be quiet and listen or you know as we're going to walk through the woods there may be briars and bugs and things whatever that may be and if they're not interested by the way don't force it it'll come and be prepared to discuss all those feelings and yep. take advantage of the time yeah, and you know, the other thing too is that if you're a landowner that, you know, you have too many deer on your property, open it up to opportunity because I've seen some of the greatest satisfaction out of the landowners that we work with when they open their place up to a kid to get his first deer. I think both of them are just prou- as proud as the other. You know, yep. it's incredible to watch. So, okay. you know, their organizations and even state agencies will help you make those connections. So, that's also another thing is take a kid out if that family doesn't hunt, but the kid is interested, you know, step up and keep this all going. Yeah, good point. It doesn't have to be your kid. That's right. There's a lot of kids out there that don't have opportunities, so take advantage of it. All right, well, stay tuned, and we're going to yeah, buckle up. That's right. We don't <laughs> no know what we're going to get they're into. Say. <laughs> this might be a mistake on our part. We'll see. But, well, uh, this we might can be edit, a but we promise we'll try not to edit much. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks. Okay, we're back now with our kids to give us an idea of how they feel about hunting and some of their experiences uh, hunting in the field. We've got my daughter, Addison. And how old are you, Addison? Fifteen. All right. (laughs) For a little bit longer. And we've got Calvin, Jess's son. How old are you, Calvin? Eight. Eight. All right. Who wants to start? Calvin does. All right. So, Calvin, you killed your first deer this year? Tell me about your deer hunt. Me and my dad were hunting over a hayfield, and the big eight point walked out. 
and I poked my gun out the window, and I waited until he stopped, and I shot him. Awesome. And he only flopped one time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. So that meant it was a good shot, right? That's right. <laughs> good. So had you been hunting a bunch of times before that? Yes. Good. And did, did you see anything other times or not see anything? I saw lots of stuff and I kept on missing. Oh, so see, it takes a little while, doesn't it? Yeah. So did you enjoy it? Was it fun? Yeah. Was. So what did you like about hunting? Because I put meat in the So have you eat all your meat yet? No. no. I still have bags full. Good. Has it been good? Like you, what's your favorite meal with deer meat? That would be back straps wrapped wrapped with bacon. Mm, that's mommy's favorite, Jimmy. That's yeah. good. All right, Addison. So, what was your first hunt? Your first deer hunt. We'll start that way. How many years ago was that? Was it three years ago? I think it was three, two or three, something yeah. like that. Yeah. And what did you get to shoot? I shot a seven point. Yeah. Yeah. And did you been hunting a bunch of times before that? I was hunting a few times before that. You never saw anything. But I went hunting with y'all, but I never wanted to shoot. Yep. For a long time, didn't we? You always sat with us, sat in Papa's tractor. Yep. <laughs> Calvin, what other kind of hunting have you done? You just done deer hunting, or have you been another kind of hunting? I've just been deer hunting. Mm -hmm. Just deer hunting so far. Do you want to do some other hunting? Yes. What kind of hunting do you think you want to do? Quail and doves. Well, that's fun. Yep. Addison, what else have you done? Quail and turkey. Mm -hmm. Quail, turkey, squirrel. Squirrel. Dove hunting. <laughs> <laughs> and have you shot anything else? I've shot a quail and a dove. We just haven't had luck with turkey hunting. Nope. You just said quiet the turkey hunting. Come yeah. over to my place. I have tons of turkey. Oh, don't tell everybody that because we'll have everybody listening to my place. <laughs> they're, they're huge. They're big as that cabinet. Oh my goodness. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ready to try for one? Do you think this year? Yeah. So what's your what's been your favorite place to try to hunt dude you like it on the ground you like up in a stand you like it in your little house what do you like to do i like i like sitting up in a tall stand because it gives you a better shot mm -hmm. Good. i shot a little higher on my eight point but i did make him fall straight down to the ground yeah so, so what did you do to get ready for that for shooting like that. Did you practice? Well, maybe. You practiced <laughs> looking through? I practiced looking through and um, I shot at a few other deer but I missed. So did you practice shooting before you went hunting? Yes. Good. Alright Addison, what made you want to do some hunting? <laughs> I wanted to because, well I wanted to get quail hunting because I like being out with the dogs. And it's just relaxing being outdoors. And what I won't deer lawmy. You won't deer lawmy. Yeah. <laughs> I normally very talkative children aren't very talkative. <laughs> you can get them in front of a microphone and they get quiet. Okay, what you got, Callan? 
I like being outside because I get to chase squirrels and terrorize them. Alright, Calvin and Addison, tell me some things, other things that you might like doing outside. You like fishing? Yes. Archery. Archery. Yes. Golf. You've been fishing a lot, Calvin? Only a few times. I've caught catfish. Oh, fun. Caught a sturgeon. Yeah. That counts. That's fun. It, it won, I think. <laughs> I think it won. Do a lot of fishing. And like playing sports outside. I love playing sports. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Do you like hiking? Yeah. Walking's overrated. <laughs> I said hiking, not walking. <laughs> It's different. You put boots on. <laughs> <laughs> I like hiking with a gun. <laughs> I do a lot of armed walks in the mm -hmm. woods. I like hiking if we go to see something. Yeah. Otherwise, it's pointless. Like you're walking to a waterfall or up a mountain. No. Um, up a mountain. I only I want in if we're going to see some elk and I get to shoot one. Oh. Maybe a mountain goat. Oh, yeah. Together. All right, so Calvin, what are what are some things, you know, we talked about things you'd like to hunt. What are your, some of your big hunts that you'd like to go on? If we could do a family trip, what would you want to do? I really like to go um, quail hunting. Quail hunting. Really? My, it, because my brother is talking, all of them will pop up. Mm -hmm. yep. So you can use your brother as a flusher? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who's going to retrieve? Cookie. Your brother? Yeah. <laughs> See the bird dog? Yeah. Well, we always had to be bird dog when we were growing up on dove hunts. So. Um, my dog's, my dog is a bird dog. Yeah. She doesn't help with a poop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a gull. Yep. So what kind of hunts do you want to do, Edison? Go to Africa. Go to Africa. <laughs> or I want to go to like north, like the mountains, and shoot someone up there. Or a roadrunner. Don't, don't shoot roadrunners. <laughs> 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 the coyote shirt wanted to. Yeah, for the coyote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor oh. roadrunners. I want to chase one. That'd be really fun. Yeah. <laughs> Do it with the gulp. That would derailed again. <laughs> Alright, let's dial up some new children because... <laughs> <laughs> what about bird... Alright, what about bird watching, Calvin? Do you like going to do that? Yeah. <laughs> I like watching hummingbirds in Colorado. Yeah, that was fun, wasn't it? Yeah. All right, Addison, can you tell me a one of your favorite memories, maybe when you were out hunting or doing something outside with friends or family or something? Oh, when we were out fishing and we finally took somebody hunting, I mean fishing, and it was her like second time going and there was a power line and we caught the power line. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of a fish, because we were after a really big fish, and she like went to throw it really hard. Moved out of the power line. We couldn't get it back. So these are taking people, taking friends fishing. Yes. That's fun. We've taken it, some of your friends hunting before. Yeah. Next time, take your friends away from the power lines. That's right. Or that falconing. Is, 
Yep, falconing was fun, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. you've done that, Calvin. Because you'd use a slingshot and throw it at the trees so the Shot birds can see the squirrels. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> you were little. I was carrying Colin for that hunt. Do you remember going with Miss Jackie? I have a, I have a slingshot. <laughs> What's your favorite memory, Calvin? All right, Cal, think about it. What's some, one of your favorite things that you did when you were up hunting or fishing with, with uh, your mom and dad? Me and my dad were hunting, and um, he opened the bottle. He opened a bottle of um, of bait. Mm, the scent. And he dropped it on his lap, and it and it went all over him. Oh, stinky! <laughs> <laughs> what about That's that time you told me to spray it out the window? Whatever I find. Um, I was hunting in my combo with my mom, and and I had some deer scent in there. And I told her to throw some out the window. She did, and um, she sprayed it out the window, and it stunk. And I'm like, "Why are you saying it stinks?" I mean, it did stink. It but does it, stink. <laughs> but I don't think so. We were gonna have the deer chasing us all day. I think. Did it blow back in on you? Gross. That is his favorite thing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Already sturgeon. That was fun. I love for three days trying to catch a big, big fish and then beating you. Yeah, then I finally won after it beat me up. <laughs> so we talked about some of the one of the fun things to do sitting in a deer stand is all the snacks you take. What's your favorite snack to take to the deer stand? Gum. Gum. <laughs> That's my. Most favorite. Aspen, what's your favorite? Because I just yeah. sit there and chew. Chew, chew, chew. Gummy bears are like the good gummies. Yep. Fruit snacks and gummies. Yeah. Yep. I like Chex Mix. <laughs> That's a noisy tree yeah, stand snack. Crunchy, isn't it? <laughs> They're going to hear you coming. We're throwing pine cones out at birds out the deer stand. <laughs> <laughs> this squirrel got climbed up on a tree and I said, Dad, can I shoot it? Because it was right in front of the deer stand. Mm-hmm. Calvin and Addison. We'll start with Calvin. Do you think that hunting and fishing is something that you'll always want to do? Yes. Yes? What about taking your brother? What do you think about that? Um, <laughs> that's no. <laughs> oh, poor Colin. <laughs> you know but you might will, take him. But I will take him my feet. Just doesn't talk. Like you thought, and I don't have, and I don't have to say, "Shut up, Colin." When he thought the deer stand was on fire. <laughs> There's a good memory. That's a good one. When the mist was rising off the deer stand, Colin thought it was on fire. Yeah. In a panic. Yep. Yeah. Remember that. <laughs> um, so, like you, Addison, is this something you want to keep doing? Yes. Calvin, how do you make sure that you're safe in the field? Make sure not to forget orange. What else? What else would you tell kids if it's their first time hunting? What kind of things do they need to bring with them or be aware of? The most important rule is really wearing orange. We got that. Yep. Don't point the gun at somebody. 
Don't don't point the gun at anyone. That's right. Except if you're if there's a deer out there. That's point right. the gun right right at a shoulder and fire. Yep. Always use safety on your gun till you're ready to shoot, right? Keep that safety on. Alright, besides any other safety tips, Addison? Um take your hunter safety course. Yep. Make Make sure your gun's really secure on your on your four wheeler or ATV because it could could bounce off and fire and really hurt you. Yeah, don't shoot don't the gun. Unload it while you're riding down the road. You unload it, right? You unload it when you're going down the road. That's right. Don't shoot the guy or the dog. That's right. Like when you're well, walking, honey. watch your trip. Don't trip. That's right. Or shoot somebody. So always safety, right? Yes. Any other tips for kids? Don't get bucks either. <laughs> oh, Calvin, let's talk about Let's talk about buck fever, Calvin. Uh, tell us what buck fever is. Is that when you get super nervous when the when big that buck big point walks out and you start shaking and your heart rate? Tell us, Calvin, what is it? <laughs> did you get buck fever, Calvin? No, my mom did. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even with you that time. <laughs> Tell us, what is it? Uh, can't be scared. You already told us you missed. It, mm-hmm. it um, it's one of. It was pretty exciting, right? Though when you saw that first buck, you get like super, super excited over it. That happened. Mm-hmm. My my dad, um, my dad said he can still see these deer. And I looked through my gun, and he whistled at the last one, and it was a four-point. And I, and I don't even know if I had the deer on my gun, and I just went, and I don't even know if I hit the deer or not. <laughs> you get just so nervous. Hit it seven million three hundred. <laughs> so did you just get super, super nervous and excited when you saw the deer that you didn't make a good shot? That would happen. Yes. Well, that's one. Try to make sure my, that you have my so my that's right. my um my dad um last week me and him were hunting and um he's a big ten point walked out and um my dad tr- stole my shot <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really mad at him. Uh oh. <laughs> Why? It happens sometimes somebody comes in and shoots your big deer, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Or tries to shoot your turkey. The, the, Remember that? Mm. All right, so say there's a kid out there that's never been hunting and thinks they might want to go. What would you say to them? Go. What if they don't have anywhere to go? What do they do? Public land. How will they learn about what they need to do? Search it up on Google. Ask your dad if he had ever been hunting. My my dad gave me lots of advice. Good. Yeah. Did you bring a friend hunting? Yes. I would let him shoot a I, gun. Because if you take a hunting, then they find out that they get food, and then they want you to shoot one until they can steal your deer lami. Oh, is that what happens with yours? Does everybody know what deer lami Yes, Brianna. <laughs> Oh, All right, y'all got any other tips? Everybody no, but knows. I have, I have a funny one. All right, hang on. All right, Addison, what's your last tip? 
everybody misses, so you just gotta not worry about it and keep trying. That's right. Even old people miss. <laughs> okay, so I'm old. I don't yeah. know what deer lami is. Salami, made from so, deer. Um, so, Calvin, how many naps do you take in the deer stand? Oh, that's a good one. One? <laughs> one long one? Yeah. I, think you're, I think you're sleeping more than you're awake in a deer stand. No, no, uh, no. I'm at. I'm in the deer stand for an hour and 30 minutes. How many deer walk by while you're asleep? You know, all those 12 points walking by? Nope. Susan. Uh, my, my, my dad went to sleep one time. He said, wake me up when you see the big 12 point. And I looked at him and I said, and I shook my head. <laughs> I, I said, my gunshot will wake you up. <laughs> There you go. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was good. Well, as we figured, this was going to be a very interesting mm-hmm. portion of the <laughs> podcast. We're going to have a blooper reel at the end. This podcast was a mess. Yes, it was. We've got two minutes left. The end of this, after you cut everything out. Oh, Lord. Yeah, good job. I think we need to add more because that. Well, anything honey related or taking people hunting or tips for people who might want to hunting? You've taken your friends hunting, haven't you? For how? Why don't you talk about that? Tell us a little bit about taking some of your friends hunting. What was that like? Well, it was fun because, well, they always beg to go, and they, at first, they think it's going to be weird because a lot of them don't want to, like, shoot an animal, or they think it's not going to be fun, but they always end up having fun and want to come back, and then they realize where all their food comes from. Yeah, so supported in it. Yeah. It's good. They have fun. They like being outside. It's good to be outside. If we don't catch a power line. good good stories good tips thank y'all we hope you enjoyed our interviews with the kids Uh, we tried not to edit too much just a few things to reduce time lots of silliness and long spells of laughter Uh, but most of it we kept in place and we did get a great sound bite from calvin that we will be using in the future this podcast was a mess Hope you join us again next time. Thank you.